Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. It's the Merge Brood Podcast. Uh, we are here at Survivor 45, episode 12 or 13, one of them. Uh, it's the penultimate episode before the uh, season 45 se- series finale, seasons fina- season finale, hopefully, hopefully not series finale. Um, and we have a very special guest with, this, with us this week, Kayla Lorette. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Um, we've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, and you're actually kind of our, my co-host this week. I love this. I love the responsibility. Yeah, because Cody is a, is away this week. Uh, we miss him, uh, but uh, I'm very happy to have you with us. Okay, Joel, in that mm-hmm. case, what is like a natural dynamic that you would like me to assert in this? Uh, Do you like to be kind of put down? Do you want me to be supportive of you? What feels healthiest for well, you? Well, if it's if you want to go the way Cody does it, you have to be really trying to make me angry, like actively. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Disagree with everything that I say. <laughs> Great. Got it. No problem. Yeah. Um, it goes against every part of my personality, which is do people please and be submissive, but hey, fuck you. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe for this podcast, you could change your entire way of life. If, if, if that's not too much to ask. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Kayla, when we, you've, you've never been on the show before. So when we have a new mm-hmm. person on the show, we, we like to ask them uh, their entire history with the show. So what are you like? What, uh, how, how'd you get into survivor? What kind of fan are you, et cetera? Okay, great. Uh, <clears throat> well, I watched the first like chunk of seasons when they first came out. I think I would have been in either grade seven or grade eight. Um, I was obsessed. I loved it very much. I remember even hosting like with my mom, <laughs> this loser story with my mom, my dad, and my grandpa, who was our neighbor, um, (laughs) hosting like a final episode, like final tribal council, like all of this. And I dressed like a player and I used my mom's brown eyeshadow to put dirt, dirt, quote unquote, dirt all over me. Um, So this was the kind of energy I started with. And then, you know, (laughs) tale as old as time, you move away from home and you no longer have cable and you stop watching it. Yeah. And I think I dipped back in with streaming like for the the millennials versus Gen X season Mm -hmm. and then popped out again and stopped watching. And then again, like so many people during COVID, it was like such a crutch. And me and past guest Tom Henry watched Mm -hmm. every single season at like a crazy pace and became yeah. obsessed 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 with it well i love it i uh that's you and tom though there's so many people i i talked to who watched it during the pandem- pandemic fell off but you and tom stuck with it i never had a doubt and uh still you're still you're still in tom's not watching right now i know it's quite tense yeah. i'm like I don't know what's going on with him symbolically, what the show means. I yeah. would say that, and I maybe this is part of the falling off, I think that the like high bingeability of it, if you're doing that with another person, it's yeah. a harder show to watch alone, I think. Like, right. especially if that's how you binge so much of it. So I'm, I was finding it a little harder to 
buy-in, especially with the new 90-minute episodes. I just kept getting behind and I didn't have that other person to keep me accountable. Mm -hmm. But I love it. Even when the seasons, because I would say 41 to 45, there's been some dry times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just like so curious about this new era of it and the vibe. I think the season's been great. I think we're like in a good zone. For the show... I like I don't know how this season would measure up if it was 60 minutes. I know yeah. and, and I'll literally never know unless they do a, a 60 minute cut for Paramount Plus or something. Freak maybe like you do a freak kind of Zack Snyder like director's cut. Yeah. You have to cut it into 60 minutes. It's reverse, yeah, yeah. The way that <laughs> was it Topher Grace that cut all the Hobbit movies together into one movie? Yeah. Maybe does Topher that make Grace you does that make you like him more or less as a person? Um Less. <laughs> great, great. Like why? It's a great simple answer. Topher, you're a celebrity. You don't need to do that shit. I mean, what's he up to though? Hey, you know, he's got time to. <laughs> I feel like you could do something else other than that, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe we become a producer or something. This yeah. is uh, this speaks to a dark solo time you have. It's kind of like a subtweet, you know. <laughs> like it's not your responsibility. Um, no, you could leave it. But yeah, the 90 minutes, it's so curious to I was so excited about the 90 minutes because I love like daily, like just stupid minutiae like camp shit. I love it because I am as a survivor fan, character first. Mm-hmm. I am so much more I don't care. I love the strategy elements, but I don't care. I'm in for a character. So just they're having more space to have these moments like in this season, like, I don't think we'd be getting as many shots of, like, Mama Jay going a bit rogue. Like, mm-hmm. they're getting to build out and show nuance in characters in a way that I yeah love. I mean, even by Final Five, there's always someone we don't know as well. But I just feel like, I guess yeah. Katora is kind of that person right now. But, but we that, still... drop, that drop to that, like, backstory was yeah. unreal and, like, recontextualized her as a player... Mm-hmm. I mean, she's done very, very little strategically, but her energy as like an audience in has been incredible. Her like aggression and hatred of Bruce was endlessly funny to me. Just cutting yeah. to her being like, he's lying or being like, Ugh. I was like, per- perfect. Pitch perfect. Love yeah, it. All her, all her silent confessionals just looking at the camera were, were great and unprecedented. You don't really get those. Anymore. It's very rare that a player is like cheeky like that. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess uh, the next question I was going to ask is, uh, how are you liking this season? But I don't need to ask that. We, you've already answered that yourself. You're, you did it seamlessly. But I'm a better co-host. Yeah, right? you are. Like, well, fucking uh, merge better. boot his ass out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, uh, uh, yeah, you actually show up. You see? Yeah. He's he's out doing something. Um, uh, but uh, so yeah. So the 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 season as a whole, you're enjoying the ninety mm-hmm. minutes. You're enjoying, yeah. Um, but and I, I'm I I like to sort of talk about this the 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 before we start get into the episode, just kind of find where where we're at with the season and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still liking the season. I'm still. I think it's we're more totally up in the air in terms of a winner. Not yeah. that there hasn't been surprises in the new era, but there has been to me. But uh, um, 
I think going into the finale, I feel like this is more sort there's more horses in the race than there has ever been. 100%. I don't think I've felt this. I mean, I think I know, I feel almost very strongly who I think is going to win, but, mm-hmm. but again, there's so many options in roads off the top of my head. I can't rem- I just don't think I felt that way the last few seasons. Or my, uh, my least favorite feeling going into a finale, or but then even in finale episodes as we get to the final tribal council is when I'm like, I kind of don't give a shit about any of these people winning. Like, that's the worst, and I feel so checked out. It relaxes my, like, anxiety where I'm like, good, the person I wanted to win is out, so now I don't have to feel stressed for the rest of the episode. But it's sure. less fun. But I'm pumped about this final, like, crew going in. Yeah, I mean... I think I, I think I've only predicted in the new. I'm I'm talking new era. It's hard for me to think so far back right now. But where are you uh, in your mind? Where are you putting that? Like, where is that line? Post COVID. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. So 26 days, basically. Um, Love it. In the new era, I don't think I've had. I I've only predicted the winner once, which was Marianne. I, I knew pretty well that that was going to be, and all three winners has been a surprise to me. Uh, and I think that's mostly due to edit to me. Like I always yeah. am reading the edit a bit too much, especially I going know. into the finale. And also like two se- to the past two seasons, I had people I was actually rooting for uh, uh, with Carolyn and Jesse, but I know. Uh, oh, so that was heartbreaking that Carolyn, because Carolyn got no votes. That was, which was, it, it made no shocking. sense to us as viewers, which I think that that is them. And maybe they'll learn was what I hoped that the night of that finale. I was like, I hope they're learning that they need to balance this edit in a way. Cause it like either the way that they're interpreting her on the Island is not what you're showing us. Like mm-hmm. to get no votes felt so wild to me. I think so it was like yeah. something got hinky, like weird in the editing with that. Cause like we all loved her. And of course you could have a person that you, everyone loves, but it's clear why they weren't playing good game. But I thought she was being presented as a thoughtful game player, even in her like chaos freak brain, she made cool moves. So that was a very confusing one and heartbreaking. I loved her. It was weird. I think we all expected her to talk to them in like, uh, in tribal council, like final tribal council, the way she talked to us in confessionals. Yes, that's it. But I don't think I don't think she got the chance to. No, like I, I think maybe she got a little flustered because maybe people were a little harder on her than she thought they would be. Um, but I don't think I really don't think she got the chance to really sell her game like she sold it to us all season, which was like there was a it, it, and as a TV show that was pretty disconnected and you kind of wish I I always come back to 90 minute episodes this season, but you kind of wish we had them like last season would have been perfect for that. So good. Yeah. I loved her and Jesse. I loved, these are like both. I can't wait for a returner season. (laughs) They've got to do it. But like, yeah, I want to see them play again. Maybe not Carolyn, actually, if I'm being honest with myself in this moment, you don't want it to be soured on her, you know? This is this is what happened with Rupert. You bring yeah. him back to me times, you go, well, I hate Rupert now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the end, I was like, get this guy out of here. He's giving free hugs vibes in a way that I don't <laughs> want to be around. <laughs> That's actually pretty, uh, a pretty good uh, 
summation of Rupert. <laughs> also, Colby, a diff- different vibe, but... Okay, but I got to say, Colby... You when Colby vibe. was sad, Colby, I was like, I'll watch this forever. He's like, lost some spark. I was like, I'm into sad Colby. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I mean... Have you seen Red Eye? No, what's Red Eye? The Killian Murphy movie? Oh, I wait, I have seen... Yes, but ages ago, ages ago. Well, Colby plays a... Uh, no. um, security guard in it for multiple scenes and he seems a bit like as checked out that as he was in heroes versus villains in that movie we must we must we must request that someone does like a super cut of every time a survivor has been in a movie or a tv show we've got some white lotus mm-hmm. of course that I know Parvati was in like some scene where she's it, playing beach volleyball into the blue too yeah, we need that. Mm-hmm. And then... Jonathan Penner's in a few. Jonathan Penner we got. He was in uh, The Nanny. And he was in Amityville 1992, It's About Time, which I love. <laughs> I want this so bad. And then was Coach... Coach was just kind of in his own self-produced freak film. There's yeah. something... Yeah, Horrible that film. one's... 180. And, oh, and yeah. D- Double D's in that. Yes, she is, yes. And I feel like... Oh, we 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 watched the few during the pandemic when there was no survivor. Jerry Manthe's in a uh, Anaconda Ooh, movie. Yeah. Oof, Jerry. Yeah. A and tragic figure. Of course, uh, Pauline Haskell in Rob Schneider, The Animal. <laughs> These are. I forgot about that one too. This is a great list. Yeah, and it's way bigger than you think it is too. There's so many survivors, especially in those early days where they were celebrities and they were part of like ad campaigns and stuff. They were in <laughs> more movies than we think. <laughs> the one thing that was a, a big surprise to me was uh, the wrestler from David versus Goliath also has a little genre of his own. He's like a, a writer, producer, uh, really? and actor. Yeah. He's in I these like direct to video ac- action movies. Okay. Into that. Now, mm-hmm. would we include in this or no? Ozzy's kind of pornographic shit. Like the OnlyFans? Well, there's the OnlyFans, but do you know that he was in a... Which, do you know what his thing is he does in OnlyFans? I just found this out. Uh, I've not well, seen it. I'm not a sicko, but... Cody did subscribe in the early days of his... I don't I don't know what uh, uh, it's evolved to be to, in 2023, but Cody used to uh, tell stories of uh, videos of Ozzy jacking off on the beach. Do you know about... One stream? No, what's... what's? Well, according to... And again, I have not seen this. Ozzy makes me feel really scared, so I would never, ever give him money. But apparently, his whole thing on OnlyFans now is that he has trained himself and his body to be able to ejaculate in one perfect stream. Not spits and spurts. No, but... Like piss. The cum comes out like piss, which I think is very... Gross, like of course, but also disturbing to me. I don't think it should be that way. No, no. What a like, thing to aspire to! What a weird concept. That, that that would I would I would would beg you know on Twitter how they always say is squirt piss. <laughs> that I would I would start to think is this come half piss? Well, yeah. And then it's like, I mean, you know, birds. Their poo is both pee and poo. So are we getting into right. a territory like this, you know? 
Is it come and like, piss at the same time? Is yeah. it come and piss at the same time? And Ozzy, are you fine? And like, should you stop taking these weird kind of like health mushroom drinks? Something's up. Yeah. I, I I can see that being a market for like that's that's his whole thing on OnlyFans now that people pay to watch it. That's fucked, man. Well, we and, need to and, the thing. My big theory about Ozzy, which I've felt since the beginning, I think he's a very dark figure, but he's healthiest on the island. And when he get and he's so it's like so cinematic to me how like puffy and roughed up he looks. And then when he gets there, he starts to relax. He's mm-hmm. meant to be there. Yeah. It's his natural environment. He's at his healthiest there. That's why he gets so pissed off when he gets voted out every time. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm praying for him that, uh, <laughs> that he's not damaging his <laughs> insides by what he's doing to himself. How do you train yourself to do that? I don't, I don't know. know. It feels like tantric adjacent, but in this like grotesque, like body horror way. It's like, I guess this improves some like or like implies a body control, but to what end? Like, what are we doing here? Who's this for? I guess it's for the OnlyFans. Yeah. And and it can't be that tantric because isn't tantric you abstain for months on end and then that's... Yeah. It like, but if he's doing it that often for his OnlyFans, it can't be that lucrative if he's waiting for months on end to make videos. My God, what a tragic end. There's so many <laughs> there's so many ways. But good for him. You know what? He might be happy. I'm not about to shame him. We you find know. out that Ozzy died from coming so hard and it it like this <laughs> the sperm like hit went through his eye and into his brain. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I'd be sad for him not to be alive, but cool way to go, honestly. He came so hard. He came so hard you shot your brain? Yeah. How? Insane. Through your eye? Good for him. Good yeah. for him. <laughs> would love Jeff having to kind of speak to this. It would be good. <laughs> it would be good for the community. <laughs> Ozzy, we loved you on Survivor. Not sure if I approve of your lifestyle. <laughs> but it serves him right for the way he treated John Cochran. Exactly. He's um, a dog. He's a dog. We've we've gone uh, off track. Not that I'm complaining, but uh, no, no, no. Let's focus up. Let's, let's focus. Let's up. get let's get to the episode. We we usually by now have spoken quite a bit about the episode. But it's okay. <laughs> let's, let's clip through it. Headlines. We needed, headlines. We headlines. needed we needed the audience to get to know you, so we <laughs> we did that right. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode, let's let let's talk about it as a whole. Did you like the episode? Yes, I liked the episode. I didn't like it as much as I think like last episode, which I felt had so many like unique dynamic things yeah. going on. Um, but yeah, I think good app, good app. They've been solid. Recently. I think it's a good, yeah, it's a good come down. It's like oh, last week and this week work as like almost a two parter. Totally. Um, yeah. Last week being sort of like the the more ex- explosive one, and this week being the the come down with a with a bit of revenge at the. Yeah, I like that there's been mirroring of, like, new information for us. Like, it is, yeah, they do definitely feel, like, hand in hand. And I think uh, the main kind of overarching story between the two episodes is the Austin and Dee thing, which we're getting a lot of right now, which I was surprised by when it first came came up that this was happening. But I I think they were very in the lead and and said, well, we'll get to it. And it's it's been a lot lately. I'm glad they didn't seed it too early. I, maybe it wasn't happening very early, but 
Yeah, I would have been annoyed. I don't think I can stomach that narrative for too many episodes. So I'm glad that it's been just this. Because then, yeah, back to your point of like watching the editing too much, like you start to get in your head, even though I do think, I think they would not be bringing out like Boston Robin Amber comparisons if it weren't for the fact that I think D and Austin are going to like, I think D is going to win for sure. Okay. Is my opinion. And I will be wrong, but I think that they, I don't think that they bring up that comparison lightly. Yeah. I, I thought about that too. When they did that, I mean, not only did they bring it up and leave it in the edit, they also showed a huge like flashback edit, which I guess Jeff will take any opportunity to do that sort of thing, but they did like put it in our faces quite a bit. I think they're seeding like a feeling, especially especially because I think what they're trying to, this is me overthinking it, mm-hmm. but I think what they're trying to retroactively point to is like, never forget that Amber won. Like, and I think there's a bit of like an empowerment thing here and who brings who to the end and all this stuff. And they're really underlying, like underlining that, you know, Austin's giving D all this information and D's holding information back. I think that they're like, I, I think it'd be tough for her not to take this win. Like I, it seems like it's, it's hers to lose. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely Austin is the, if she's going to sit with someone at the end, Austin is definitely a good person to sit at the end with. I think the only person that's, unless Jake is going to make his big move, like he keeps saying he's going to, I think she needs to get rid of Julie and she's good, I think. And this Uh, will be this huge betrayal, but I think that Julie will respect it. Like anyway, are we being too nonlinear? No, no, no. Okay, I th- I, like we'll, we'll start at the <laughs> beginning, but I like I, I like to kind of talk about the episode a bit and then go uh, linear. Um, okay, great. I'm learning. I'm training. I'm like here for the job. It, there's there's no science to it at all, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I think people just are grateful that we're not talking about Aussies cum anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so I want to go back to that subject, but. I, Dude, I know have me back. Have me back, and we'll just really just we'll 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 you know what we'll buy an OnlyFans account and we'll just kind of live react. Yeah, sounds good. That was we we did do stuff like that, and during the pandemic in the early days of Ozzy's uh, OnlyFans before he did the whole one shot thing. So we could just circle back on that, and we'll put it in the episode title so people if people don't want to listen about that they can skip it. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, Austin has been an interesting character. I think mm-hmm. we were, we especially in the early merge, we were like, this guy, keep an eye on this guy, two idols, yeah. all these advantages, going to win immunities and stuff. And now, like, look what he's done with his idols. You know, like. I know. Well, that's funny away. because, yeah, I thought my read on Austin from the beginning was like, I'm going to say something kind of derogatory, but like classic himbo, Mm -hmm. like this kind of guy, hot, too smiley, like maybe not smart, but is like making blunt survivor moves, but in a way that he's like doing rote, like he's seen it, he knows his thing. Uh, Even like an alliance with Drew being like, yeah, yeah, this is like playbooky, kind of this kind of guy. But then there was like a middle point where I was like, oh no, this he's like very smart and he knows what he's doing. But now getting a bit sloppy. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good guy, and I think yes. that's like I think he's caring more about being. He's either caring more about being a good guy or too good of a guy to be a good survivor player. You know what I mean? Like, I think so. I think you're right. 
Yeah. I really like him. I've grown to really like him. I think he seems like very, yeah, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Like and like emotional. fun to be on the show. Like he's, fu- he's a fun character. I, I yeah. loved his sort of sandwich grudge earlier on. That was fun. Loved that. <laughs> was um, and uh, now, but speaking of grudges over food, Drew certainly had a, a picnic grudge, which we can get into later, but I just want to, <laughs> I just thought of that and I just realized <laughs> someone was pissy about food today. That was, I don't think I've ever, I don't, in my memory, I don't think I've ever seen like a scene and like little set piece talking about babysitting, like so clearly articulated. Like I know that that's obviously what's going on on a lot of these reward challenges late in the game, especially, but I've never seen it like named and played out. And I thought it was so funny <laughs> and like enjoyable for like this, the character tension of like, yeah. well, we all know what we're doing here. And then we got, of course, Jake's Stuff about looking for peppers. I was like, "This." Is- oh, I wrote that down. Looking for peppers. <laughs> things we're, we need we're to looking bring for peppers, peppers under rocks. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. But I thought that that was interesting. And then Drew's little hissy fit. I don't. I feel very conflicted about Drew. <clears throat> Find him annoying um, and too angry. Well, do you but like, like the movie? Do you like the movie Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the vibe. This okay. is, I was just talking to a coworker who was driving me home and he was like, is Drew like giving soft incel vibes? And I was like, maybe not wrong. He's like, he's got like, he's got like, he's the, you feel bad for him because he's like, you know, nerdy and been like excluded, but there's an anger behind it. I think he showed his that, age. Uh, yeah. He, he's the youngest guy out there by, I think, by five years or something. I mean, that's intense, yeah. Uh, at, at this point, I think Brando is even younger than him, but, like, he's long gone. But Drew has definitely showed his age more in this episode mm-hmm. than he ever had. Maybe they've been, like, holding back on the edit to just show, show us the most unlikable things on his way out, or maybe he he hit, as Bruce calls, the the survivor wall this week. I think that the I think that the show needed him from a narrative standpoint. He's so articulate, and I think they're looking for like you know narrators and people to yeah. He's so verbose, and so I think he was like really useful in that way. But I think when they knew that he was getting cut loose, like yeah, we can show some of the annoying stuff now. We're fine. Yeah, he, I mean, we'll get into it. So let's start at the beginning now. Um, I think the main part of the the beginning before the. Uh, the credits is establish establishing that uh D is pretending like she didn't tell Julie. Mm-hmm. And they all buy it completely that D is just as surprised as them that they that she played her idol and all this stuff. And that the the reason uh Julie found out is that because they are all were acting too obvious. And I think That's this great. is like I think the biggest story of the episode, I think it's the reason they were able to pull off this blind side is like D's acting here. I think this is like a, uh, like I, I totally buy, oh geez. Um, oh my God, we've really screwed up. I need to uh, maybe uh, extend time here with this Zoom thing. You know what? I'll just I'll. I'll Do you want to pause and send a new link? We'll we'll we'll. And pause. then we're going to be so efficient. 
Yeah, yeah. And no actually, clock. my chair is squeaking, so this is actually perfect because I'd like to change my chair. We need to do an ad break anyway. Uh, let me just finish this thought, yes. and then and then we'll. Uh... So yeah, I mean, uh, D, like the big move of this episode, I think, is D acting like this so well that they believed her, and that's what pulled off the thing. I think this is a huge resume for D, even though like. Jake's trying to make the Drew thing his resume move. <laughs> Love we'll his efforts. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is like last week and this week, Dee is getting her way all the way through. It's incredible. And I like how vulnerable she's being too about like, I'm not good at this. And she's just, but she's nailing it. She's being like, she's really playing into expectations of how she's like smiley and like a bit like playing into this like stupidity that she thinks she reads as what she isn't, Mm -hmm. but it's super impressive. It was amazing. And then getting to see her walk away with Mama Jan, they're both good. And she's going, keep walking or I'm going to start laughing. I was like, it was such a joyful, it made you think like, oh, how satisfying that kind of moment would be. Yeah, it was great. And Oh, and this is also getting into Drew being pissed off. I have written down here, Julie running over and saying, remember the good old days and jumping on them. <laughs> jumping on the bodies. I love Julie so much. I think she's so funny and sweet. That was incredible. Oh, and, just, and it just shows like like Drew's maturity level to not be like, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like I, I would find that hilarious. It'd be you know, so funny and it'd be such a nice moment to go like, maybe we can like chill out and take a breath and be fine. If yeah. She's offering this olive branch of like laughter and joy. But yeah, he's like this little rigid, <laughs> mad, long body. He's mad at Julie for not letting herself be voted out. Like it's just <laughs> weird. You he's a boy. Be- He's but a boy. Yeah, he's a child. Okay, so let's take a break. I'm going to end this meeting. Uh, we'll save the recording, and then we'll start a new Zoom link. I love that. Okay, I'll wait. All right. Okay, and uh, we are back from an ad break. Uh, so we, after the credits, we see um, Katora uh, going to look for idols. Mm-hmm. Not much. Not much happens there. We we. Hear from Katora why she wants an idol. How are you feeling about Katora at this point? We 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 briefly talked about that, but we... yeah, I love her so much as a player or like as a person. But yeah, as a player, it's like the more you see these kind of like impotent moves, you're like, she's really not done anything. Like, but I love her. Let's acknowledge I... this in uh, yes in this package. I believe about the idol. She she says that she needs to make have some moves at the end, but. But about like it's 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 a it's a tough like her and Jake are in similar positions where it's like you wait this long and you're kind of brought along and then at the end you have to like kind of panic sprint, try to build a resume, but you're more paranoid and hysterical and tired than you've ever been. So it's a rough place to try to start making moves. Um I I listened to a I would listen to and read a couple of Drew's exit interviews today. And something in his interview, she, he said about Jake, which he's sort of the opposite of Katora, but Jake, people were nervous to work with Jake because mm. he wanted to make these big moves so often. Oh, interesting. So like one of the reasons he wasn't able to make these big moves is because nobody wanted to work with him because he wanted to make so many big moves. <laughs> this makes them actually the most sense. He seems like a guy who would just walk up to you and say the most chaotic thing and you're like, oh man. <laughs> Like, him Tonight like, we're okay, going to rocks. What we're gonna do? We're gonna go to rocks. Yeah, we're like we're gonna go for them. And you're like, no, that's not 
helpful for anyone. That's Especially very sweet. Like Katora goes to D and they they say Drew at the same time. Like that was great. <laughs> the cut to that after saying, Yeah, so we don't need to go to D is like, and then them saying D at the same time. It's sorry, a Drew at the same time. It's D's idea, even like the editing has been very fun this year. It's like things like that. Like they're being very like I don't know. I feel like it's amped up. I feel like there's like a new energy in the editing, which has been great. They're having some fun with it for sure. And um, not always to um, Jake's nope. <laughs> uh, reward. I don't know. I can't think of the word, but yeah. Yeah. He's been a useful little thing for them and not in the way that I think he'll love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we've talked about this. Okay. So we can go to the uh, reward challenge. Mm-hmm. They do like a Donkey Kong sort of thing with the barrels. Love that. How do you think you'd fare on the barrel? I'm always curious. I, if it, it like balance for something like that, I feel like I could be pretty good at because there's the focus of getting the keys yes, and stuff. But when it comes to like, like later on with the, just holding their, your knee balancing something forever, I don't think that's I could hard. do that. Yeah. No, that's so hard. I feel like that's like years of like yoga and Pilates and like, that's like a core strength mm-hmm. that I have never accessed. <laughs> yeah, you can. It, it's it's telling that D and Austin are the last ones left in that one. One hundred percent. But wasn't it delightful to watch Drew's long, gangly, bloody legs like trying to like, dancing hold on to the like, barrel? I was like, oh no! It was sort of like when Kendra <laughs> was doing that pushing against the plate thing and doing her little dance with that. Like Drew was Absolutely. also doing a dance with his <laughs> sweetheart. Um, the the yeah so and then they go to a slide puzzle and that slide puzzle that's something i do on my phone a lot i could do something like that i gotta get some slide puzzles i gotta yeah. get some slide puzzles those are classic yeah they're and, and once you understand how slide puzzles work it, do you think there's like an algorithmic-esque like you can unlock it i mean i'm no christian hubicki but no. uh but and and, and and like it's different than the kind of ones I do, but I I feel like I could I could figure it out eventually. But I don't I don't have like a the the Rubik's cube mind, you know. Like that it, one seems it, more algorithmic to me. That one almost seems like less visual and more like a numbers game or something. But I don't know. I've never tried. Never tried. I don't see it as numbers. What do you see it as, colors? I know. I just see it as puzzle pieces. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Uh, the, the reward, which, uh, I don't know, but if you know this, Kayla, but I really like to talk about the rewards. I love this, please. Yes. I'm sorry. We've wasted so much time. No, no, no. Yes. We're all, we've, this is going to be the bulk of the episode. <laughs> um, uh, and so it's a picnic in a sand spit. Yeah. Out in the middle of the ocean and they helicopter it. and they get all thrilled when they say the helicopter. Just another old school kind of throwback. Yeah. The rewards have been like, okay, you can kind of cook your own meat near your camp. You're like, all right. Or like the sanctuary. I'm like, sure, whatever. But get in a helicopter. That feels old school to me. And everyone freaks out. Me. It is cool. But I, I'm scared I would, of helicopters. Me too. I wouldn't be thrilled to go in a helicopter. No. So you're all hungry and dizzy and sick and you got to get into like a loud helicopter. Mm-hmm. And Not if you're Katura, you're a third wheeling on a first date. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't say what is in. This is what pissed me off about this reward is 
Jeff usually tells them what's on the picnic. This is one of my favorite things that Jeff does is when he goes, apple pie. Yeah. Yeah. He does his little like food listing thing. Oh, it's my favorite thing too. It's fantastic. But he didn't do it. We just got shots of these boards of cheese and meat. Cheese, yeah. Are you a blue cheese person? I am a blue cheese person. So when I saw the blue cheese, I went, I'd be, I'd be thrilled. I love blue cheese. But that was a lot of blue cheese for, I think, I think that's not a common, that's not a crowd pleasing cheese. No, I'm not a blue cheese guy. I'm a huge cheese and crackers guy. It's, that's my boy dinner. I eat that <laughs> by myself all the time. If I'm eating by myself, it's cheese and Punk crackers. Of cheese, crackers. Yeah. It was a great, yeah. a great snack. And uh, some uh, kielbasa. Oh, I love kielbasa. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's interesting. I always, for me, my thought about reward is like, how hog do you go? And are you going to be sick later? Like when they have like steak dinners, I'm like, fuck man. Like I'd be, so, and or wine. I'm like, I'd be so tempted to go to town. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be so but yeah, then you, <laughs> Officer Joe or Bruce like, from uh, Bruce had a, a damn pan, like impact. He, he, he had to be carried out by the naked Shane Powers. <laughs> it was a very upsetting scene. <laughs> With his swollen foreskin. Um, yeah, I, I, I was, I just, I wish we got like more, even more of a zoom on what the meat, like if he was like salami, prosciutto. Can you imagine? He'll bust. He lists everyone. I every love him describing the meat and cheese. It'd be yeah. great. I guess that that is like that's probably what I would pack for a picnic as well, but it's not what I think when he just says it's a survivor picnic. I'm just well, you say picnic. Sandwiches. Yeah, you say you say picnic, and I'm thinking, okay, red checkered blanket. I'm thinking maybe peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'm thinking big comedic kind of hunk of watermelon. I'm thinking honestly ants. I'm thinking you know, yeah. there's picnic things, and this was to me more charcuterie. On the spit, but that's fine. I'd be happy with that. Uh, yeah, I definitely think of sandwiches as, uh, sorry, picnics as, as sandwiches. And still, I started hanging out with Mimi's friends. They go extra with everything. Love so that. every time we go to a beach or a picnic or something, they bring out a big fucking cotton board, oh, every yeah. type of cheese. Like it, they just go extra. And they're, and it's not like they're like, cared that much about it being a charcuterie they just like the project of i love that that's the kind of person i love i like a i like going extra on the food i mean if i could pick a job on survivor i mean well it wouldn't be my first pick but i'd love to be kind of overseeing what the rewards are because i here's the thing i'll say picnic don't you think big bucket of fried chicken like wouldn't that have been so delicious and very picnic adjacent but maybe I'm curious. No, never mind. Like, is it romantic? No, they're not pivoting. They knew it was going to be meat and cheese. Well, I I am curious uh, if they were like wanting to have some sort of romantic reward. I don't know how last minute something like that comes together, but they probably seems easy to chuck some cheese in it. But you know, who knows? Yeah, I I bet that Austin just wanted to go with D. This is I'm. This is the feelings I'm feeling about Austin. I'm like, not that I think that he likes her more than she likes him. I think it's very mutual. Mm-hmm. But there's a way he's being a bit blinded by love that I'm like, oh. 
I think the, the, the way to not piss off your closest ally, your other closest ally, Drew, and also keep an eye on Julie would be to take Julie on the reward. 100%. And sure, if you want to take Katora as well, take Katora if you're worried about Katora. But butter up Julie, you just like, you just like, this woman's a, like a psycho now. Julie's like mm-hmm. gone rogue. So it's like butter her up, get her back on your side because you're going to get rid of her. You will. And she's going to be on the jury. So you better make it's, amends. The, the people she, you yeah. want to babysit the most or yeah, make amends with the most. You want to bring them out to the reward, you know, like it should be yeah. Jake and Julie on that reward with them. <laughs> Trio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. <laughs> uh, Jake and Julie are shaping up to be my favorite on the obs- Alliance right I'm now. I'm obsessed with them getting together. <laughs> it's so good. I, there's nothing. I just love when unlikely people. Oh my God. Like I this know. like lawyer, mother. Well, I guess they're both lawyers, but like Jake is such like a different character to me. His reveal. Sorry to throw back. We'll keep moving forward. But this is reveal when he's like. And I'm an actor. I do theater and I teach kids. I was like, <laughs> I held my face. I was like, how can you also be doing like probably amateur theater and teaching theater to kids? I was like, it's too much. It's too it, cute. The, the, yeah, the, him finding out he was a theater kid <laughs> filled in a lot to me. He, me too. Me too. He, I realized that other than the Boston accent, he's so many guys I know in theater school. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's a very familiar type. Yeah. And he had a monologue about that after he went <laughs> looking for peppers. Uh, he he went he went in his underwear because he found a clue. Because he'd been in a play before. I had to be in my underwear the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I was in a show. I was in my underwear. <laughs> anyway, I had to find, I had I had this clue. Uh, so the reason he's he's in his underwear. We skipped a couple things, but we can go backwards. But the reason he's in his underwear after mm-hmm. this, he's like he thinks. People are going to come around the corner and think he's changing or think he's going into the water. Wine. Like, yeah, I'm changing. I'm like, fill this in for me, Jake. The logic of that, you'd be like, ooh, I'm just changing over here. I'm not quite sure where his mind was at with that detail. It was so funny to me. Why are you just changing in the bush by the raft? Like, or did they all change? Like, what did you think this was going to cover? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would have liked it maybe a bit more expansion there because they're always in their underwear all the time too. Yes. Do they? Is it because or is he? Is the raft where they like go to the bathroom? Maybe. This is. I'm always like when I think about playing Survivor, I'm like, ugh, like, I'm always like, yeah, bathroom excuses, bathroom excuses. But everyone must be thinking that the amount that you must be trying to pretend you have a bathroom problem and then go do something must be often. Yeah. Yeah, and at least it, it, he didn't recently eat meat and cheeses uh, on a sand spit, so he doesn't have That'd be too so many. Bad. Yeah, cheese. Uh, that's an, uh, another thing that we discuss a lot with the rewards. Is I'm all id, so like when it's and I'm I'm not on an mm. island, so I'm not thinking about that too much. But my co-host Cody is always like, "Oh, that's gonna make them feel like shit afterwards." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "I don't give a fuck." I would ultimately agree with you, even though I know I'm supposed to tell you you're wrong. But mm-hmm. I'd ultimately agree with you because I have the philosophy, and I also know I'm a little pig. So if I was there and it was like a too. big hunk of cheese and and a want, I know in my soul I would try not to, mm-hmm. and I would drink 
too much wine. Like I know in my soul it would happen. And I'd be like, I'm fine. Um, but I also am a, a very firm believer that food is very emotional. And I mm -hmm. think, and it's really good for regulating, like comfort food and things like that are really good for regulating your like nervous system. Eating something familiar calms you down. Like I do think there's a huge emotional component, obviously, to the reward. But I think a little indulgence. I mean, I don't think you're shitting when you're out there anyway. Like your body's already so fucked up. So mm -hmm. whatever, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cheese, though, I do get <laughs> the I mean, way people... Tough. <laughs> yeah, cheese is disagrees with people already. Um, uh, blue cheese, yikes. Um, so, so yeah, I wrote it. down a uh, sorry, go ahead. I said you got to try a bit of blue cheese, try this a little bit of nice blue cheese mm -hmm. on a walnut, a little bit of honey. The combination is quite mm -hmm. elegant, and you need that sweetness, but the bitterness of the walnut with the and the creaminess. I think you're going to get there one day. I have but a I wine it. and cheese uncle. It. So I have a I have a wine and cheese uncle, right? And uh, <laughs> he gave me once a glass of port. Oh, so a sip of port with some blue cheese. Yes. And I don't think I like port on its own. I don't like blue cheese on its own. But the two together was actually quite good. I think there's some alchemy in the in those flavors. But yes, they need to be comboed. Okay, moving on. Um. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess uh, before we move on from the Jake stuff. Uh, Couple. I like to write <laughs> write down uh, the lines of his that I like. Firepower, <laughs> which he found in a compartment, <laughs> which is good. Uh, yeah, crotch idol, and yeah, that, that's everything. And then I wrote down underwear and uh, looking for peppers. <laughs> These are. Really good. I love kind of a soundboard, an online. I'd like a yeah. I like to click through it. It's he's very enjoyable. Um. Uh. Okay. So just to go backwards a bit, we get. Did you care about Austin's nervous, awkward guy flashback at all? No. Nothing's beating the Keturah flashback. We don't need nothing's beating it at this season. point. I'm like, I don't care. And it's like Austin also. Sorry, you're like hot. <laughs> you're the hottest like, guy. You're ever the hottest guy. Ever. You're so beautiful, and like it does not matter. Like, that I don't care. Like yeah. that's where you're kind of going. They're like, oh, we need something to cut, dude. It's like, yeah, that would be like me going on and being like, for a while in grade nine, like I kind of felt like unpopular. Like these like yeah. thin backstories when they try to give them the same gravitas is like very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's and 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 again, just like valid, but. Not, I don't care. Katora's backstory just has blown every backstory out of the water. And that it was just done tightly and once. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just, I just don't care. Can't beat Austin. that. Can never um, beat that. Sorry, Austin. Uh, and another, oh, another uh, line with uh, another thing. Before we see them go to the sand spit, we see Drew being annoying uh, about it. <laughs> I say Drew being such a little bitch, uh, but um, they're looking out at the, the helicopter, which has come yes. to taunt them. And Jake and I loved this. Drew's so mad, and Jake is like, "Well, well, yeah, we're on Survivor, you know. It's at least that's, it's not that bad. At least we're on Survivor." And Drew's like, "I want you to know, I spent the days rice scraping rice out of a pot." 
I was this like kind of stacked shot of the three of them with the helicopter and just the different energies. I was like, this is the least likely trio and the fun, like this is the funniest, weirdest trio. Yeah. I loved it. I love it. And, uh, and then Jake's still trying to like, but still on Survivor. Yeah. You're like, okay, dude. <laughs> it's so no, tender. I He's, like, I like Jake's take on it. I think it's, a one, I think Jake's a wonderful guy. I like. Mm-hmm. I really love him. I think he's sweet and has such a nice like gratitude for being there, and has been so like on the outs and like a bit of a dweeb the whole time. But he's like still like it's Jake's time. Like there's something like so lovely about him. I just I don't think Jake's time's gonna come. It ain't ever gonna go. Except be, for I, the fact that I am honestly feel like the final three is gonna be. Jake D and Austin. And I think if, if I get my way in mm-hmm. from God, he will be in the final three. Cause I want to hear him try to sell his story. It'll be so cute. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to that too. And come to think of it. Uh, yeah. You know, we haven't got to predictions yet, but I just saw a prediction just came to me that like, cause of, I just thought about what you said with, some foreshadowing we may have seen early in the season. I can't wait to say it on predictions. Oh, great. I'm foreshadowing my actual prediction. Um, Good work. You're uh, painting a beautiful narrative. Yeah. Uh, so we get to this challenge. Probst is being kind of weird with Jake. He's like, so Jake, when you're, when you're back at, at, in town and you're hanging with your buddies... Uh, and they're like, and you're saying Probst is asking you what, asking me what it's like. What are you going to tell them? It's like, what? <laughs> What's this road to Jeff plus? I mean, there's times you go. And they keep road. it in the episode too. Like <laughs> this is what the, produ- the producers, editors are like, that's not Jeff's back, best work. We could cut that one out, but they, they keep could it. cut it out, but they don't. It's always yeah. so curious. I'm like what happened here? Is there an inside man trying to, do something, or are they like we love that? Great. By inside man, do you think that Jeff is being like what? I like that line. Keep that in. Yeah. Or inside man, someone going, this makes him look a fool. Oh, keep, keep it in. <laughs> you think John Cochran's in there being like, I'm trying. I'm looking for a new job. <laughs> Take him down. Yeah. Oh. Um, so you, I like I like new like like as Jeff ages we get like these little like he's still so vital and so good but these like weird Jeff moves you're like hmm. <laughs> yeah oh well I mean it's uh, there was an all timer earlier this season we spoke plenty of it when it happened but when he says when they're lying on those slides and he says this is sort of like a game you'd see at a carnival while you're yeah, enjoying a scone so funny. That was so funny, but Jake even me like, what kind of carnival you been to, Jeff? Like, just great stuff. Strange things going on. So, so Jake, when you're back at home with your buddies enjoying a scone, get Jeff a scone. What's going on? Yeah, he just Something happened manages. with him and a scone. What's going on? <sighs> so, uh, this, this brand new challenge. We've not seen this challenge before. Great. Which you could have fooled me, to be honest. Yeah. I was like, we've seen this. What are you talking about? It's hard to sort them out now. Yeah. Uh yeah, like you 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 
I think we're not like asking for you to not show us the same challenges these these like endurance challenges we want to see less endurance challenges personally i think that's what a lot of people like these like long things where they're standing in place like it's not we want to see variants of that we want to see variants in challenges in general i would also say that i mean i don't mind a i don't mind an endurance challenge i find them interesting but um but this is like, but it, it comes down to like also a cinematic element where it's, and like a blocking element where I find it like very kind of not pleasurable to watch a person with kind of one leg up. It's like, I like arms stretched out. I like like kind of crucifix imagery. I like like having to hold something up. Like I like those ones. Mm-hmm. I miss holding something for as long as you can without taking your hand off of it. I understand oh, yeah. from a production standpoint why you can't do that, but those were like gorgeous to me. Especially um, with the 26 days. They they are they're making stuff harder for them. Exactly. So, but yeah, this challenge I was a bit I didn't like how it kind of looked in some way. Yeah. It just yeah, it looked like they're all doing Captain Morgan. It's goofy. Yeah. Um yeah, we talked about Drew's dance already. Oh, I wanted to say here, I was really found myself. I didn't know that I was rooting for Julie, but I really didn't want to see Julie go out. You know. So I was really rooting for Julie in that immunity. And when she got out, I was like, oh, we're just going to see Julie go home, right? And I, I was, know. I was so, yeah. I was so pleased with how this episode shook out in that way because I really like Julie and I think that they're doing something interesting. And she's doing something interesting with this kind of commentary on the like the mom energy Mm -hmm. like i think it's fun and she's like kind of a freak and she's a bit wily i think she's great i really like her oh yeah i'm i'm definitely i like d but uh, underdog maybe maybe it's just the underdog quality and maybe that's why i'm rooting for julie next week i'm the exact same i'm like i'm like deal win and i do these like little comments with myself right so i don't get disappointed but I'm a Julie. I I think she's cool. I think I think D. I'll be happy to see win because yes, I do 100%. think that she right now is the most strategically impressive player. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, but uh, Julie would be really fun to see win. I think any of them would. I think, but I think those two are definitely the front runners. That's where we're at. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um. So, oh, Jeff. I I it's, I'm I'm so glad to be podcasting with you, but because Cody doesn't let me uh, talk through some of my uh, um, <laughs> Jeff notes sometimes, but he names <laughs> he name drop he names drops the the dream team in the challenge. Did you catch that? Yeah. What's that? What? So the dream team is uh, someone that Jeff loves to talk about in the preseason. Is is their their team that tests the challenges oh, out? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm obsessed with. Okay, sorry. Thank you for situating me. I'm obsessed yeah. with the dream team. I wish I could be a part of the dream team. Would you rather be on the dream team than be in Survivor? In a sick way, yes, because I love production and I love being like a part of a crew. Mm-hmm. Like, there's I have a sick like thing where I'm like, hey, was like if I could go and have lunch with the people that are like designing the games or like painting soccer balls a color of a team would love it um plus you get to do the challenges and then be like sweet let's go back to the hotel yeah um but and you do all the challenges and not just the yes. ones for you survive dream team uh great to reference that yes 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 but yeah like I, I don't 
I mean, I've heard Jeff talk about the dream team so many times, and obviously we see the dream team reenact challenges all the time. That's like, actually my dream is to be in a slow motion shot. You don't, never see my face, but it's my just feet your going hands. Yeah. and kind of falling off a beam. Heavy yeah. Um, so apparently those guys, their longest thing was 25 minutes or something. That would, that's why he brought them up, I yeah. guess, because it, because it is a brand new challenge. He had to give some, some comparison, which I feel like Drew and Austin blew out of the water, right? They went for like over 30 yes. minutes. Yeah. So D wins. Um, and then, oh, right before, so after the, right after the challenge, I'm thinking, oh, um, Julie's out. But then we get this confessional of Drew right before commercial being such an ass. Such an ass. And I'm like, wow, this is a massive heel turn from Drew. And I wrote here, I think he's going out. Yes. That when they started to let that go, they were giving him so much, like from an editing standpoint, like rope. It was like, okay. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think maybe, maybe this was what Drew was like the whole time or he just had a bad day. I really think he was like that the whole time, but, but yes, but they really let him be exposed, which was interesting. Um, so we, we, we definitely did chat about Jake, uh, seeing, uh, the Drew plan start as a Jake idea, but then it really fall into place. Yeah, that great. it just it's it's not gonna be his thing. It's like, so beautiful, Jake being like, "In my big idea," and then like immediately, it's like everyone's running with it, being like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, of course, yeah. yes." <laughs> and they so probably have been great. talking about it already. So <laughs> that's my great fear of being on Survivor. I'd be like, "Listen, up, everyone, what about this?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, like not <laughs> a new idea." And I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool." cool. I think one one good strategic thing that I've been saying all uh, merge that the re before is good at is making people feel like things are their idea. They're so good. Yeah. As a sideline, I would like to say that the re before to me are very iconic. Like I know Mm -hmm. we have these like groupings from original tribes, but this one I think has been one of the most dynamic and interesting. I love it. I love it. I love it. So things kind of cycle back on themselves, right? Like we yeah. saw so much of these like alliances making it so far to the end and stuff like that for so long. But it's so refreshing to see the Reba 4 and uh, whatever um, fucking Carson and Carolyn and Yam Yam Jam yeah. Jam what they were, that they were called. I think we're we're ready for that. Like we would be like the Muppets were they were like entertainers yeah. for a while and then they were doing like they played themselves for a while and then they were playing literary uh novel like uh adaptations for a while they circled back to them playing themselves and now everybody <laughs> wants to see them do literary <laughs> adaptations now um, this is the bet that's the the a brilliant little analogy to this <laughs> yes but do well, it's so interesting do you think it's like um I don't know. I'm not going to open up this big question, but I'm always like, what is viewer response? Like the people, like people that have just applied and then wanting to like buck the system or be different. What is like a little bit of editing, like support? What are trends that like actually carry over and naturally evolve? Like, it's so interesting to me to see things like that. Oh my God. I can't believe we're running out of time. Okay. Okay, Let's go. Do you, do you, uh, I, uh, I think, uh, 
we got 10 we minutes. Can, we can do we, this. We can, we can do this in 10 minutes. We can yeah. do this. Um, for the people at home, we, we've got another <laughs> notification saying our, our Zoom meetings. Okay, bam, bam. We're going um, like, to fucking nail it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think just, just to finish that thought before we get into the end, um, uh, I, think it, I think it all comes down to predictability. And at this point, to me, be, having watched enough New Era, just not even, not even post-COVID New Era, but all of the 40s, like alliances yeah. being so up in the air come merge and it being so hard to follow it honestly is like refreshing to see something actually last more than a couple of votes completely agree completely um and we obviously saw it, it come to its bitter end today tonight or last <laughs> night um drew gets that big the big cocky package too being like it. this is it's Ooh. almost too per- the almost too perfect like the the classic blindside thing but also because he's such a narrative like a narrator him being like but of course like it could be this way and it's like bitch it's gonna be that way and seeing uh i th- i think the reason they they i mean seeing last week obviously austin telling d about the incoming blindside to julie which blows everything up and just seeing the contrast between D and Austin, whether it is, you know, who's a better partner. I think it is. It comes down to who's a better survivor player. Yes. I think it, it shows that D the, the fact that D didn't tell Austin about drew this week. I mean, D I think is maybe a bit more of a bitter player. So maybe it was the right move to tell D about it and not blindsider, but it shows that she's more of the cutthroat survivor player that she knows that Austin's not going to be so mad at her to dump her. This if he thing. She's reading it correctly. Like she yeah. really is reading it correctly. And she, I think she's able to also not to gender it, but I think in a female way, she's able to compartmentalize those feelings in a way that's really essential where she's like, both things can be true. I can really care and this can be hard, but I also know what I need to do, yep. um, which is cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a shame we have to rush. Sorry about the, the zoom thing. I, well, I feel like we could go forever, but, uh, I know I feel like we're fucking nailing it. Yeah. Uh, but I think we have gone for a while. Yeah. I actually I think, think now the episode's going to be people not going to listen to the whole thing. So we'll get, we're yeah. wrapping up. Let's wrap it up. So, uh, first we do a uh, pop of the week, which is who, who to you is the main character. I can go first if it would make it easier for you. Yeah. I think, I think it's clearly to me, it's D, um, yeah. I think D uh, really uh, showed us a, 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 a side that I think we knew was there, but it really kind of uh, was shaped and and uh, uh, made her a huge front runner this week. That's great, and I'm going to go in supportive support, but different. I'm going to go kind of more from my character standpoint. I have to go, Jake. Yeah, the peppers, the peppers, the peppers. This mm-hmm. was a great week for him. I'm proud of him. Me too. I'm proud yeah. of him. Yeah, oh yeah, and talking about his and whatever play that was where he was in his underwear. His underwear, loved Love it. it. <laughs> Love to see it. Um, uh, predictions is tougher for this week. Uh, why don't you give me? Do, do you think you could you could give your prediction for the exact order how things are going to go next week? I think we're going to go. Fuck. Okay, my prediction is. Damn it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go for that. I think it's gonna be Julie next, mm-hmm. then Katura, 
no, then, then, okay. Oh yeah. Then we're into the fire fucking mm -hmm. challenge. Then I think it's going to be, I think, damn it. I can't predict it all the way. Not with this time. I could step it out more, but my final three, I think is going to be D Austin, Jake. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious about some of the dynamics around who goes to, with, to the fire. Again, if someone's going to be like sacrificial or like, let me like, there's a world in which Austin's like D wins immunity again. And Austin's like, let me do it. I also think that like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's something in there, but I think the final three is going to be Jake D and Austin. I think here's what I think. I think, I think you're right with the Julie going out first. I would hate to see it, but I think that's, what's I would hate to see it. Yes. We saw last week or the week before Katura and Jake practicing fire together. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Okay, good, good, good. Right after or right before we see Dee and Austin saying, if we were final two, I'd take you to, like, we would, I would take each other to the end. So if that's the final four and Dee and Austin are going to win, obviously, because they, they're the only ones that win now, I think they stay true to their word and take themselves to the fire and send Katura and Jake to fire. Katura uh, and Jake doing fire is TV gold. That's going to be fucking so funny and good. Kind of like when, uh, who, who did, well, uh, when it took did, forever and they had to bring out matches and lighters. That was, funny. That was <laughs> uh, but when Xander won, he sent oh, yeah. Deshaun and Heather yes. to fire and it was like, okay, like like seeing the two people competing for third place. Um, I love, I love it. Okay, yeah. great. I'm excited. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. okay well, um, uh, I guess thank you so much for coming on. <gasps> thank you so much. Thanks for um, talking to me so much about this. It's my favorite topic to talk about. And there's only a few people in the world that I know that can go deep and talk for hours about <laughs> it. Yeah. Do you have? Do you want to plug anything? Um. No. No, no, no. <laughs> right. I I'll, pl really... I'll, pl I'll plug our social media. Uh, oh, yes, please. Um, oh, I did just oh, man, three minutes left, and I I I added a prompt <laughs> to our uh, to our um, Instagram about questions for this week. A first one is favorite Bruce, and <laughs> I gotta say Bruce from Panama. I love Bruce this season. But Bruce from Panama gets me through it every every time I watch that season. We're just looking for Bruce's. Is there other Bruce's or is, is it, just I those Bruce's? The I two Bruce, the two Bruce, the two Bruce problem. Bruce from Panama is King Bruce. Yeah, get his rock garden. Yeah. You kidding? It's one of my favorite guys. Is that Bruce? Yeah. Yeah, speaking of somebody who ate too much meat. Oh, my God. Uh, quick, quick, quick. quick. Have me back. I have a theory about people that leave because of medical injuries and are brought back, and I think it's bad news. I think it's Pet cemetery, and I have a theory about this. Another uh, time, I'd like uh, to talk uh, about it. Yeah, sometimes dead is better. Yep. Sometimes med, uh, medivac is better. <laughs> um, uh, do you think the editors have been pitching these fun edit things all these years? And oh, here we go. Yeah, so, like the the man's the man's edit, like Boys Day. Oh, uh, Boys Day, yeah. So yeah. I mean, in the past we've gotten these like secret scenes, which I always like and always think we could you could put that in the show. And I feel like a lot of people, assholes online, are being like, it's just secret scenes in the show. I'm like, yeah, that's what's good about it. 
That's what's fun. And there's okay, way more than just what we get. For, like even the secret scenes, it's it's like four minutes worth of material every week in the 60-minute yeah. era. So anyway, I think probably, yes, the editors have probably been pitching stuff like this for years and finally getting to do it because of the longer episodes. So thank you for the uh, questions, Brett and Chris. I'll do this again. And This is great. I kind of felt like I took an L because only two people ask questions and a bunch of people. I mean, that I, that's kind of bleak for you, but yeah. we can't unpack that. We have one minute and 20 seconds yeah. left. So we're going to nail this. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, oh Kayla, for being a guest. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. Thank you. And uh, thank you all for listening. And remember to rate, review, subscribe. And bye-bye, everybody. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 